You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's Jason Shepard. Well rested after that inning. Watching his team score five runs in the bottom of the third. They lead 6-0 as we begin the top of the fourth inning. And Justin Banks, the designated hitter, will lead off, and he looks at ball one from Easton Walker. Well, Easton caught him looking his last time up for strike three. And now two balls and no strikes to Banks. The three, four, and five hitters do up here in the top of the fourth. The 2-0 pitch. Foul back to the screen, 2-1. and one. St. Mary's an overall record of 20-17. 2-1 pitch. Strike two. Good pitch from Walker. We mentioned 9-9 nine and nine in conference play, fifth place. BYU in seventh place at six and nine. The two-two pitch, ground ball, going the other way past third base and into left field. And Banks picks up his first hit of the ball game, and that is the first hit for the Gales in the ball game. Yeah, and that's actually a really good at bat there by Banks. It was a, a curveball in the outside half, two strike count, and he just stayed real deep. Hit it right down the line for a leadoff single. Blake Mann grounded out to third, or excuse me, grounded out to first in the second inning. We'll bat for the second time, hitting 226. First pitch to Mann outside, ball one. BYU with nine hits. St. Mary's just now picking up its first. The important stat, though, 6 nothing Cougars. Off speed. It's 79 from Walker, and it's strike one to man. I mean, when you're playing athletics and you have that as your last name, like, there's a lot to live up to. Yes, it okay. is. The man. The 1 1. A little high, two balls and one strike. Just missed high. Look close to me. Banks led off the fourth with a single. He is at first base with nobody out. Javi Espinosa. Do up next for St. Mary's. The 2-1 pitch, fouled off to the right, 2-2. Two two. Shep, because you don't allow yourself to ever eat anything exciting like sugar or carbs, when's the last time you've had a bite of a cougar tail? 2012, 2013? I don't know. I don't know. I had mashed potatoes last night. Oh, I said sugar. There's no sugar. But you said or, or carbs. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, you... But it was a smaller portion. No, it was probably one spoonful. Well, it was, but yes. Yeah. But see, a year and a half ago, it would have been 
most of the plate. Yeah, that's the fun world. 2-2 two, two pitch, and another base hit down the left field line. And Banks is already at third, and they'll hold him up. It is a double for Blake Mann. So Justin Banks with a single, and then Blake Mann with a double. And trailing 6-0, the Gales looking to get on the board and wipe away that zero on the board right now. Exactly what you do. You give up a five spot in the third, and what do you do in the top of the fourth is you get two hits in a row, and both of them now were on breaking balls. They put really good swings on, and the Gales got a chance to get right back in this game. A lot of baseball left. Minimize this here. Just looking for an out here. Not great speed at third. I don't know if I have seen this this year, but uh, Justin Banks is wearing the mask at third base. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen too many. I have not seen too yet. many do that. That's it. Just stood out to me that I have not seen much of that this year. The pitch to Espinoza lifted oh, into left field. Latham makes the catch. Yeah, you can't go on that. He and been Banks decides not to test the arm of Latham. So a big first out here in the top of the fourth, and the runners staying put at second and third. Yeah, a combination of two things there. Latham's got a pretty good arm out there in left, and uh, Banks doesn't run well. And when you're down six runs, you can't get thrown out of the plate. But uh, nicely done there by East End. That'll bring in Kyle Velasquez, who struck out looking in the second inning. 0 for 1 today. But still work to do for Easton Walker. And the BYU defense. One out, runners at second and third. First pitch to Velasquez. Misses high, ball one. The 1-0 on its way from Walker. Misses two balls and no strikes. Oh, yeah, Easton, Easton's body language is he wanted that pitch right there. Close pitch on the outside corner. Ah, just a little down. I saw the replay. Timeout called. Valdez out to talk with Easton. Easton at 72 pitches. He's only given up the two hits. So far, no runs. He'd like to keep it that way. Two balls, no strikes, one out. Gales with runners at second and third. They trail 6-0. Foul tip back, 2-1 to Velasquez. To answer your question about the cougar tail, by the way, I don't know, it's been maybe a year and a half, two years. Shame on you. I'm also, I know this is a little blasphemous, I'm not a huge maple flavor guy. Like, I love maple syrup. That's why I want them to do a chocolate version of the Cougar oh, Tail. that would be amazing. Yes. I, I totally, 1,000 yes. and 1% agree with that. Yes. I, I love a good chocolate bar. Yes. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Two balls and two strikes as Velasquez took strike two. But again, then that changes the whole point of the Cougar Tail. 
because then it's not it's not brown anymore. So you're essentially it's like a panther tail or yeah. something. Yeah, you can't change true. the you can't change the mascot. That's true. That's true. Got a point there, Shep. The 2-2 pitch. Oh. Swing and a miss. Strikeout for Easton Walker and a massive out number two. That's a big strikeout. Yes, now you got a it chance. is. Now you got a chance to, hey, you made a couple of mistakes with a breaking ball. They got a couple hits for it. Runners a second and third, no outs, and you get a, a shallow pop-up, a fly out, and then the strikeout. But there's the work. This is where it's like the momentum changes. If they can get a two-out hit here, all that didn't matter, right? Because then all of a sudden it's a 6-2 game. So you've got to finish it right here if you're Easton. First pitch to Chong. It's Fouled so, off to the right side, strike one. It's so funny to watch Banks. He keeps bouncing like he's going to steal home, trying to cause Easton to balk at third base. <laughs> and uh, and uh, it cracks me up because it's like there's no chance you're still at home. Like, what are you trying yeah, to fool anybody You're for? not fooling anybody. Yeah, all you're, you're doing is wasting your energy. No balls, one strike, two outs. The 0-1 pitch. Outside part of the plate, strike two. All right, I've got the, I've got the, air, the, the way that we make this work. Food coloring on a chocolate donut. You make it brown, but it yeah. tastes like chocolate. I'm okay with that, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if I can get BYU yeah, Dining to work go. on this. That's just a couple for me and you. I'm yes, good, you know? I would eat it. I would eat it if, if okay. it was made. Okay. How about that? The 0-2 pitch. Good Swing job. and a miss, and Walker pumps his fist. As he leaves, the runner stranded at second and third. No runs scored in the top of the fourth. Cougars leading 6-0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. New pitcher for the St. Mary's Gales, Ryan Saunders. Enters with an ERA of 7.29, 1-3 win-loss. It's appearance number 12. He's pitched 21 innings, given up 31 hits, 21 runs, 17 earned. He's walked 9 and struck out 28. Opponents tuck batting 344 against Saunders. Yeah, 84-87, typical you know, college lefty. Likes to go to the, the changeup to right-handed hitters. Likes to go to his breaking ball to left-handed hitters. Andrew Pintar leading off the bottom of the fourth with the bases empty and one out in the bottom of the third. Pintar started the five-run bottom of the third with a solo home run. That's now four home runs on the season for Penny. First pitch to Pintar lays down a great bunt fielded by Saunders. Throw over to first. The throw is offline. Pintar was going to beat it out anyway, and nicely done by Andrew Pintar. Yeah, really good job right there. You knew once he got down the line because the third baseman was playing so far back that if the pitcher had to field that and the left-hander happened to field it and go away from his body and set and throw, that he beat that out. And even though the ball was high, he had already beaten it out. So, well, And I love putting the pressure on a guy that just came in the ballgame. Absolutely. See if Cole does it again. This time brings it with him towards second base. Still another hit. Yeah, bunt single from Cole Gamble in the third. First pitch, strike one to Gamble. Well, I tell you what, you know, Chef, we talked about, oh, we've had some bad luck. We can't do this. We've created luck today by putting balls in play, right? In that last inning, 
Well, we had three infield singles. Right. You know, and so, I mean, I don't feel like we had three infield singles all season. I mean, we have, but that's what it feels like. Strike two from Saunders. Yeah, so there he goes, that curveball that he likes to throw, and it stayed inside there. It wasn't very sharp there, so it might be one of those ones that uh, that's a pitch that if he leaves that again, Cole can really do some damage on that. Runner at first, that is Pintar, nobody out, in an 0-2 count to Gamble. Saunders delivers, ground ball up the middle, and it gets through into center field. Pintar running first to third, and it's back-to-back singles. A bunt single from Pintar, and then a single up the middle by Gamble, and the Cougars, with nobody out, have runners on the corners, leading 6-0. Well, I tell you what. Cole Gamble is seeing the baseball really well. He tried to go back to that breaking ball one more time, and he just hit it right back up the middle. Second baseman tried to dive, but uh, wasn't able to get it. Pintar easily goes first to third. Got something brewing here. And now Jacob Wilk at the plate again. Last inning, an RBI double. BYU with six runs on 11 hits. They've out-hit the Gales 11-2. to They have 11 hits, and we're just in the bottom of the fourth. Cougars looking to do more damage here. First pitch to Wilk. Inside part of the plate, strike one. Well, like we talked about earlier, Shep, maybe the Tuesday got him going a little bit. Got him that confidence, you know. Big time win against a really good team. Facing a Gales team that's been hot of late. Yeah. The 0-1. Lifted into right field. Carrying near the warning track, and the catch cannot be made by Schmidt. I think he lost it in the sun. Pintar will score. Another run coming in to score. And it is a two-run triple for Jacob Wilk. And BYU has opened things up again with two more runs, and they lead 8 nothing. Yeah, ball just hit hard over the right fielder's head, and he was kind of playing shallow against the right-handed Wilk, which is, I don't know why, but uh, went back, tried to dive, wasn't able to make the play, but here's the crazy thing. Guess what that just means? Wilk is now what? A home run away from the cycle. I like it. How about that? We're only in the fourth, fourth inning. I in the second, it. a single. The third, a double. The fourth, a triple. Will we? We in, shall see. Infield's playing in. Trying to cut this down now that it's 8 nothing here in the fourth. Josh Cowden looking at strike one from Ryan Sanders. Well, what did you say? They were 1-7 of 8? They'd won 6-7. Uh, 6-7 of seven. Six of seven coming in, yeah. The only loss was an out-of-conference game to Cal. So they were coming in feeling very confident. A team that had won 6 of 7. It started to make a little bit of move in the conference. The 1-1 pitch outside, two balls and one strike. And BYU I, so far has them shell-shocked. Since I've been at BYU, we are 6-0 and against the Gales here. 11-1 right? and all-time in Provo. Yeah, and but don't talk about a record there because it's, it's like <laughs> I think we've only won one game of like six there. So, Well, it's a good thing that the series is in Provo then. 2-1 pitch, I, strike two. I, it's such an eerie feeling when you play at St. Mary's. You know, it feels, I mean, there's trees everywhere. It's, it, it, it feels more like a high school setting, right, the field type, the way it is. They're building these beautiful stands and things now. They're going to really 
you know, make it nicer Invest for the fans. It. But uh, it's it's a weird, eerie feeling there. 2-2 two, two pitch, foul tip. Cowden stays alive, 2-2. Two and two. And they always have a real, they're always known for their pitching. They've always had Coach Valenzuela, who's now at Long Beach State, it was a pitching guy. And those guys, they always had three just top-end rotation arms that could beat anybody, and then a couple of back-end just power arms. And, uh, and again, this year you come in with a team ERA of, you know, right around three. They're, they're good. Well, the coach talked about that, just how good the pitching staff is and how great a matchup it's going to be on Saturday. The 2-2 pitch off the glove of Goulart. Welk is going to score from third. The throw from Goulart to Sanders at the plate was nowhere near where it needed to be. And Wilk slides in safely. 9-0 BYU. And nicely done there by Jacob Wilk. Now the bases are empty. The count, two balls and two strikes. The 2-2 pitch to Josh. Ground ball to second. And there was some miscommunication. The first baseman who kind of got in the way, and there was nobody at the bag for the second baseman, Espinosa, to throw the ball to. By the time somebody was there, it was too late, and Cowden was safe. Yeah, Josh has good speed for a catcher slash DH, and he was running hard and beat the pitcher to the bag. Nicely done. The, the, the first baseman should have just gone to the bag first, right? It may have been a closer play. So that's back-to-back singles for Josh Cowden. One in the third, now one in the fourth. And both of them infield yes. singles. Hey, that has been play. the story of the night. Put all of the infield play. singles. Hayden Latham looks at ball one from Sanders. I mean, we're in the fourth inning, and we're, and we're hitting the territory of most hits in a game for us this season. 15 so, was, the, yeah. was the season high. And that was against UVU, right? It was against uh, LMU. LMU, that's right. Oh, yeah, you're right. That was a fun day. It was a fun series. Yes, it was. The 1-0 pitch. I really enjoyed it because I wasn't on the radio with you at all that whole series. It was really <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, I did that whole series solo. Yeah. yeah. It was that was the best weekend of the year for me because I didn't have to be up here with you in the elements at LMU when you're out on the Outside concourse. with no canopy. Yes. And it, the sun was shining. Yeah. 2-0 pitch, lined right to the second baseman, Espinosa. One out. And, of course, you had a rookie mistake and didn't bring your hat that weekend. So. Yeah. Oh, by the way, okay, so I told you this story. So once I realized I was in trouble, yeah. And I, so I called my wife. I said, I'm going to need you to FedEx me. I'm going to need you to overnight me my hat. Yeah. And I'm thinking, you know, it would probably be the same as going and buying something, but at least I would have the BYU baseball hat. $73 to overnight that hat. I said, you know what? I'll yeah. burn. Yeah. I'll put some sunscreen on. <laughs> I'll deal with it. So I, I was outside, no canopy, and no hat. But, hey, if that's what it takes for BYU to sweep the series, I'm willing part. to do my part. you got to do your part, you know. I did my part. I stayed off the radio, kept the <laughs> mojo good. I'm uh, just, just kidding with you, Shep. Valdez looking at ball one from Sanders. The 1-0 pitch. Fouled it off, strike one, one and one, to the Cougar catcher, Abraham Valdez. One ball, one strike, one out, runner at first. Nine-nothing BYU. Outside, ball two.
Ryan Sanders delivers the 2-1. Strike two. Two balls, two strikes to Valdez. The 2-2 pitch to Abe. Goes the other way. Listed into right field. Schmidt there for the catch and out number two. Well, Abe is our only player that came back for his COVID senior year. Ben Weiss decided to graduate, move on, and Jared Lesser signed a contract with the Yankees, so he moved on. And, of course, Justin Sterner signed a contract with the Marlins. He moved on. But uh, So we have all these programs across the country that had a bunch of COVID seniors that came back for their, their, their fifth year, you'd call sometimes even sixth year if they had a red shirt. And uh, glad Abe came back to get a chance to finish out his career. First pitch to Watkins. A hot shot right back to Sanders. Able to get a glove on it. An underhand throw to first. But BYU adds to its 6-0 lead with three runs in the bottom of the fourth. We'll head to the top of the fifth. Cougars leading 9-0 on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's Jason Shepard. It has been a good night for the BYU Cougars. 9-0 lead for BYU as we begin the top of the fifth inning. Easton Walker back out for another inning of work. And the first pitch to Goulart is taken by Walker. Look at that. And as he's falling back, throws across the diamond to first base in time. The man can do it all. Yeah. Just a high chopper towards third base that... Of course, Easton. You know, he's a shortstop. He was an all-state <laughs> shortstop in high school. He, him and Reed now have made two really good plays this season on, on those type of, of – the only difference was I think Reed barehanded his, if I remember. I can't remember correct. Reed is mic'd up tonight, I found out. Yeah, he was during BP, yeah. Yeah. They asked if I wanted to do it, and I'm like, ah, no one, no one wants Okay, to I know me. that is not true. <laughs> Because everybody, I think, for the most part, if you follow BYU baseball, you've probably seen the one with Mitch McIntyre. Yeah. So they're doing another one with Reed McLaughlin. Yeah. Andrew Pintar had one. Cole Gamble yeah. was actually mic'd up on Tuesday. Yes. So that'll be a fun one. He, he actually called yes. both of his home runs in the batting cage. I did talk to him about that. He says he does that before every game. Uh, well, keep doing it. <laughs> Just keep doing it. So it was <laughs> ground ball by Mistone to third across the diamond and quickly two away. Yeah, he was kind of laughing at all of the calling a shot thing. Yeah. Because he's like, I started that at Salt Lake Community College. I just kind of got in the habit of doing that. He's like, because then I started I started actually hitting better. So as I do it before every game, and it just worked out this time that they caught it. Yeah. And then I did. Of course. I mean, positive thinking, positive thoughts. That's right. Telemonte, the leadoff man. Hitting with two outs and the base is empty. First pitch to Telemonte misses for ball one. He's in one of those grooves right now, Cole, that, you know, it, it took him a minute to, to, to really start to understand this level and this pace and the consistency you need to. When you go to a junior college, you're going to face, you know, maybe a two starting pitchers because you have a four-game weekend in junior college in that league, uh, two pretty good starters, and then maybe one bullpen guy. And you're going to face a couple of guys that just aren't very good and a bunch of mediocre bullpen guys, and so you can just feast on those guys. 
Delamonte with a liner to short. Watkins barely had to move. And one, two, three, go the Gales in the fifth. BYU leading 9-0 from Provo on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. Ball one to Mitch McIntyre as we start the bottom of the fifth inning. Cougars leading 9-0. The 1-0 missing. Now two balls and no strikes. The 2-0 in there for strike one. McIntyre with two singles and an RBI. Sanders with the 2-1. And it misses, not by much, 3-1 to McIntyre. You know how me craving a chocolate donut, by the way. <laughs> Good. 3-1 pitch. Ground ball right back wow. to Sanders. The man has been able to get his glove on two or three baseballs. Make quick work of some batters because of it. One away is McIntyre is retired. 1-3 on the putout. So Peyton Cole will bat with the bases empty and one out. Nine runs on 13 hits for BYU. No runs, two hits for the Gales. And that pitch inside and almost hit Peyton Cole. The 1-0 pitch. Fouled off. Strike one. Well, it's one of those nights that Peyton's not having the best night offensively, but he's playing great defense. Yes. And at the end of the day, you know, defense really, truly matters. Looks at ball two, so two and one to the Cougar third baseman. 2-1. 2-1. Outside part of the plate, strike two. Am I going to see you at the gym in the morning? Nope. No? I mean, I'm going to go, but not. <laughs> but you're going to avoid me? Yeah. 2-2 pitch. Popped it up. On the infield. It is the shortstop, Velasquez, making the catch for out number two. I, uh, on the late game days, I, uh, I lived in Salt Lake before because I don't come down until about noon. Yeah. So. Well, I'll miss you. Yeah, I know. I mean, the gym personally calls me and says, hey, are you coming today? They're like, Jason's here. You may want to hold off coming for about an hour. <laughs> Especially if you need a bike or an abs machine. <laughs> you got to get the cardio in first. Then you can go ahead and do the fun stuff with the weights. Pintar looks at strike one from Sanders. And now the count even, one and one. That pitch high and outside. To the Cougar second baseman, Andrew Pintar, two for three. Has a solo home run and then a bunt single. And he turns on that pitch and hits a hot shot past the shortstop and into left field. And that's now three hits for Pintar. He's three for four. And it's a two-out single for Andrew Pintar. The inning continues for BYU. And with the way they had him shifted to get a single out of that is how hard that ball was hit. 
Yeah, he crushed that. Cole Gamble will now bat with two outs and a runner at first. Ball one to Cole Gamble. I'm going to give a shout-out to Doris Pratt, Coach Trent Pratt's wife, for giving us a hard time about us talking about the gym. <laughs> Be nice. A check on the runner at first base. I will say, one of the things that I, I do enjoy is when we are on the road, that I have finally this season been invited into the, the daily gym time. I, I, have, uh, I have really enjoyed that. I don't know how you feel about it, but actually I do, so just keep your thoughts to yeah, yourself. I'm just not going to answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> 1-0 pitch, misses, two balls and no strikes. This is the time, 2-0 right here, that Cole can absolutely do some work. Two outs, runner at first. 2-0 pitch to Gamble. High, ball three. 14 hits for BYU tonight. That has produced nine runs so far. We're in the bottom of the fifth. The 3-0 to Gamble. And it misses. That is ball four. So after getting the first two outs, Pintar with a single and Gamble with a walk. That's a really good at-bat there by Cole. Not trying to do too, too much. Yes. And now, like I talked about after the triple, Jake's got a chance here for yes, he does. the cycle. And I'm going to talk about it because I want to. A single in the second, an RBI double in the third, and then a two-run triple in the fourth. Needs a home run for the cycle. Runners at first and second. Sanders with the pitch to Wilk. Strike one on the outside part of the plate. Josh Cowden in the on-deck circle. The 0-1 pitch to Wilk. In the dirt and a good block by Goulart. One ball and one strike. Lose here. Nine runs in the bottom of the fifth. You've had yourself a day, Jake Wilk. Why not? Get a fastball right here and have some fun. Sanders with the 1 1 pitch. That pitch looked off the plate, but the home plate umpire gave Sanders the call. Strike two. Yeah, they'll change up running away. It's actually a good take. Now you battle with two strikes. 1-2 count to Jacob Wilk. Two outs, runners at first and second. The 1-2, outside part of the plate again, and Wilk doesn't like it, but the home plate umpire rings him up for out number three, and the Cougars will leave runners at first and second. We'll head to the top of the six. BYU on top, 9-0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. 
88 pitches so far for BYU starting pitcher Easton Walker. He's back out on the bump in the sixth. First pitch to Schmidt in there for strike one. Coleman Schmidt 0 for 2, two ground outs, one to short, one to third. So how about this? At 10 starts this year, Easton Walker, while he's on the mound for us on these Thursdays, we've scored a total of 11 runs, right, in yeah. the season. Yes. In 10 games. And tonight, we have nine runs. <laughs> in seven of those 10 games, we didn't even score a run. That's, that is crazy. I mean, now, obviously, that's just while he pitched. It Correct. wasn't the full game, but that's his run support when he was in, on, on the hill. And that is a shout-out to Duff Tittle for finding that out, that info for us. Way to go, Duff. He did his job. I love it. 0-2 pitch. High. Ball one. Nine runs on 14 hits. No runs on two hits for the visitors from Moraga. One ball, two strikes. The batter, Coleman Schmidt. One, two pitch. Fair ball. Went the other way. Fair past first base and into foul territory and right. That'll be a leadoff double for Coleman Schmidt. And it's the third hit of the evening for the Gales. All three hits there they've had today have been right down the line. That one was just barely over the first base bag. Hey, you've, well, had though, two, yeah. you've had two down the left field line, and then that last one down the right field line. That'll bring in Justin Banks. He's one for two, singled in the fourth. So a leadoff double for Coleman Schmidt. The pitch, strike one, two banks. Blake Mann due up next for St. Mary's. And now timeout is called by Banks. Walker looking back at second and now delivers the 0-1. A liner, will it fall? And a nice catch. Nicely done there, Cole. By Cole Gamble for a second. I thought that was going to fall right in front of him, but he was able to make the catch, and that was not easy. Nicely done by Cole Gamble. One away, and the runner stays put at second base. He caught that right near the grass. Now 94 pitches for Easton. This is most likely will be his his last half inning here. First pitch to Mann. Hits Mann. And he'll take his bag. Come on, man, get out of the way. Come on, man. <laughs> hey, now you're just setting yourself up for a double play ball. That's right. Well, Easton was in a bit of a jam. 
in the fourth inning. Gave up a single and then a double. And then he had Espinosa fly out to left and then struck out Velasquez and Chong to leave both runners stranded at second and third. He has one out with runners at first and second. Looking to also get out of a jam and keep the Gales off the board. Strike one to Espinosa. They can run a little bit. Left-handed hitter is going to be hard to double him up, but uh, oh, I would love for Easton to, to put up the shutout here in his outing. A little, sh a little sh shutout piece for him. Only has a probably one more start at home here in his career. A one pitch. Ground ball to second. Watkins covering Come second on. over to Come first yes. in time. And the 4-6-3 keeps the Gales scoreless. What a starting performance from Easton Walker today. He has been magnificent. Cougar Bats coming to the plate in the home half of the sixth. After this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's Jason Shepard. 9-0 BYU as we begin the bottom of the sixth inning. Due up for BYU, the six, seven, and eight hitters, Cowden, Latham, and Valdez. First pitch to Cowden. Lifted to shallow left. It is the shortstop that makes the catch. Out number one. The batter will be the left fielder, Hayden Latham. Hayden with a single. And then a fielder's choice. Sacrifice RBI. Or a sack bunt. No, it, was, uh, yeah. it was an RBI. Yeah, there you yeah. go. The 1-0 pitch. Foul back to the screen. One ball and one strike. The 1-1 pitch. Aiden couldn't check his swing. Strike two. BYU with a run in the bottom of the second, five in the bottom of the third, and then three in the bottom of the fourth. They lead 9 nothing here in the bottom of the sixth inning. The 1-2 pitch. Ground ball, and it actually hit Sanders as he spun around, couldn't find the baseball, and Cowden will beat it out. Boy, Sanders, he has been busy trying to field baseballs since coming into this ball game in relief. He's done a nice job on getting a glove on a couple of them, but that one... After Cowden hit the ball, Sanders turned around and it hit him in the backside, and then he couldn't find it. By the time he found the baseball, there was no chance he was going to get Cowden at first. So it's a one-out single by Josh Cowden, and that's now two singles for, or excuse me, for Hayden Latham. And now Hayden at first base. The check swings foul ball. Strike one to Valdez. Valdez at the plate. Watkins in the on-deck circle.
The 0-1 pitch to Valdez. Foul back to the screen, 0-2. No balls, two strikes. Runner at first. Valdez at the plate. The 0-2. Another pitch fouled back. Nice battle here between Valdez and Sanders. Ryan Sanders nearing 50 pitches. Well, Shep, I like our chances to have the most hits in a game today, right? We've already tied that. Already tied it. It's at 15. That ties the season high, which BYU got earlier this season at LMU. The 0-2 pitch well, and fouled I'm, off out of play. To be completely honest with you, this is the type of game where you're up 9 nothing in the bottom of the sixth. 15 hits, right? Your, your your starting pitcher was fantastic, and so there's no pressure now. So I wouldn't be surprised if we finished with 20-plus hits. I mean, it's just one of those days where they're starting to get that confidence going. 0-2, the count. The pitch to Valdez. Just missed. Ball one. In case you were wondering, we've been obviously been updating you on the NFL draft Zach Wilson going two overall. Everybody's wondering about Mac Jones. Well, Bill Belichick just drafted his first quarterback ever in the first round and got Mac Jones out of Alabama. That is going to end up being a very good pick, I think. Yeah, he, he's interesting to me because, I mean, his stats were unbelievable, but also he had the best off- offensive line in the country and the best weapons in the country. So, I mean. What helped him also hurt him. Yeah, for sure. Two balls, two strikes. The 2-2 pitch to Valdez. Misses low and a good job by Valdez to work the count full after falling behind 0-2. I mean, he came into the season. They, they didn't know if he was going to be the starter. Right. Right at Alabama. And had a great season. Well, and now you go from people thinking he may be the number three pick overall and now gets picked 15th. The quarterback slides. Yes, indeed. The payoff pitch to Valdez goes the other way, but foul near the bullpen of the Gales. And Hayden Latham has to trot back to first base. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm saying the same thing two years ago about Joe Burrow, right? He had all those weapons, right. and they were so special, broke all those records. And I think he's the real deal. <laughs> no question. It's a real shame he got hurt during yeah. the season. Weren't able to fully see what he could do with that team in year one. Three balls, two strikes. Latham at first. The payoff pitch to Valdez. Fouled off again. Bottom of the sixth. Nine nothing BYU. Cougars coming off a very impressive win Tuesday afternoon over Arizona State, 8-5. Now leading 9-0 in Game 1 of the three-game series against St. Mary's. The 3-2. Fouled back to the screen. Abe is locked in right now. He is, yeah, absolutely. Why not, Abe? He had great at-bats on Tuesday. It's been a good week so far for Abe. Baseball is such a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately type game, right? You forget about a couple of strikeouts when you just keep battling. Everyone forgets all about those stuff. 3-2 pitch. Misses inside. Ball four. Runner on the move, but it would get the bag anyway. It would have been a stolen Yes, base. it would. He would have beat it out, but 
does sorry, not get Hayden. credit for it. I'm sorry, Hayden. He had a lot of running to do that that at bat. Yes, he did. 3-2 fullback. Foul, foul balls. The number nine hitter, shortstop Brock Watkins. An RBI single in the second, a hit-by-pitch RBI in the third, and then grounded out to the pitcher in the fourth. So two RBI for Brock Watkins. And he's batting with runners at first and second and only one out. Sanders with the first pitch to Watkins. Swing and a miss. Strike one. Well, and uh, it's one of those games where it's 9 nothing in the sixth, and there's nobody in the bullpen getting ready for St. Mary's. I mean, they need Saunders to, to extend here because you don't want to waste anybody that can help you win game yeah. two or game three. So you just he just got to go out there and bite the bullet. The 0-1 pitch. Misses one and this one. This is where Anthony Rizzo comes in the game and <laughs> throws, strikes out Frederick. Was it two or was it three position players the Cubs used against the Braves? I know for sure two. I'm yeah. not sure if it was a third. That was one of the greatest videos I've ever seen. I had so much fun, and I hate the Cubs and the, and, uh, and the Braves. And the Braves, but it was so fun watching that sequence between those two guys. The one-one pitch to Watkins, way outside, two balls and one strike. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay anytime the Cubs can lose. It, it just shows you, though. I mean, and the, the backstory is, I guess Rizzo told the manager, "Hey, if you're gonna throw a position player, I want to face Freddie. I want to face him." <laughs> and he, he he did his job. Yes, he did. That was so fun to watch. That's that's really some of the fun stuff of baseball is those types of situations. The two-one pitch to Watkins. Well, it's such a Three business, one. right? And even at this level, it's it's a business, right? You, you need to win games. Guys need to play well. But at that level, obviously, it's a multi-billion dollar business. And they're always so stressed on, got to win, got to win, got to win. It's a 10 nothing game in the seventh. The game is over, you know. And they were having so much fun. Right. And people were like, oh, why are you small? And you're losing by 10 runs. And I'm like, that's pretty cool what he did. You have 162 you know? games. Watkins drills that ball to left field. Nice play, however, by Mann. Moves back a few steps and makes the catch. Yeah, it's a good 3-1 swing right there on time. Out number two. A little bit on top of that to topspin that to left. I thought it was over his head off the bat. Well, and I for a second I thought he misplayed it because he stumbled a little bit. He went forward and then darted back. So for a second I thought it may get over his head like you did. But he's able to play it perfectly and make the catch for out number two. So now with two outs, runners at first and second. Hayden Latham at second, Valdez at first. And the batter is Mitch McIntyre. Mitch already with two singles and an RBI. And he looks at ball one from Sanders. Well, and he was robbed of his hit off Sanders last time. The excuse me, yes, you know, follow through right into his. It literally landed right in his glove. He didn't <laughs> have to move it. It would have been a single up the middle. One zero to McIntyre. Fights it off. Goes the other way and a base hit down the left field line. Latham being waved home. An RBI single, his second of the night for Mitch McIntyre. And BYU has now put a ten spot on the board, and we're in the bottom of the sixth. Chip, I can't tell you how happy this game makes me, you know, with all the frustrations of the season. You could easily just come into this series like, oh, St. Mary's is a good team, great pitchers. We're just going to – we just got swept by the Zags last weekend, and, 
you know. But no, they come out and they're fighting like crazy. Ten runs, 16 hits. Easton was amazing. And it's just, oh, it's fun to watch this team. You know, they're starting to hit their stride, you know. Now a new sing- season high in hits at 16. And they're not done. First pitch to Peyton Cole, strike one. That was a 10 nothing umpire strike call one right there. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was going to be nice. You're right. I'll take that back. That was a strike. That, that was, was absolutely, strike. absolutely. Why? Because he called it a strike. My dad used to say that to me when he coached me when I was young. My dad, it wasn't a strike. It was a strike. I'm like, no, it wasn't. It was outside. He called it a strike. I'm like, of course. Catcher fell down to catch it. It didn't matter. I could never win that battle. I thought I, I always thought I was going to, but obviously it never did. Swing and a miss, strike two. Peyton falls behind. No balls and two strikes. Ten runs on 16 hits. A new season high for BYU and hits. What's your, dad, your dad's down there. We could go ask him. <laughs> yeah. The stories he could tell you. The 0-2 pitch. Outside part of the plate, strike three looking. Out number three, but another run does score on the RBI single for Mitch McIntyre. The Cougars add to their lead. They lead 10-0, heading to the seventh on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.